This is keep me free. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is keep me free. You know, when I first came into the body of Christ and I was a young man, you know, I, I entered into, I guess, what could be called some traditional denominations. And, you know, a lot of denominations have traditions and they flow in and out of their traditions. And as I began to learn and understand and read the Bible, because I sought the Bible out myself, I sought the word of God out myself, I sought what the Lord Jesus Christ had to say about himself. I began to develop this kind of issue, a problem, is it? because I kept hearing about the nine gifts of the Spirit. I kept hearing about the fruit of the Spirit. But the church I was going to at that time had a very... Uh, I won't say a lackadaisical approach to this this issue. They just maybe because leadership leadership had not launched out into their own understanding of what these gifts actually mean. Because you can't teach something that you've never learned. You can't explain something that you've never sought out the answers to. So I would begin to question leadership concerning the gifts of the spirit. Why don't why don't we talk about the the word of the the word of knowledge? The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. Why, why don't we talk about the gift of faith? Why are we talking about the gifts of healing? Why don't we talk about the working of miracles and prophecy and, and distinguish between the spirit and spirits? You know, they didn't really get into that type of conversation because that, that in many ways is the controversial things. At least it was back then. It was controversial. They didn't really promote or the understanding of speaking in tongues, let alone the interpretation of your tongue. And as we begin to get a little deeper in this thing on our own study, as we go forward in the Holy Spirit, because we're talking about what's inside of our temple. See, I begin to understand that if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, then these nine gifts exist within that temple. You know, we were taught that, and I understand the kind of way of approaching is that, okay, this person has that, and that person has this, and this person has a, a gift of faith, and this person has the gifts of healing, and everybody's kind of an individual specialist, so to speak. And, and they approach these gifts as if they were individual specialties that each individual may have, may, may have you know, uh, had, had some more, a greater divine knowledge in. But I, I never really signed on to that, that prospect because I believe that if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has all of these nine gifts for your spirit. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that these gifts exist within the Holy Spirit. These nine gifts of the Spirit function and flow within the Holy Spirit's realm of understanding of himself and his relationship to the Godhead, you see. So these gifts can be poured out into an individual's spirit because, see, your spirit fellowships with the Holy Spirit. This is a key component, see. It's not so much that your soul, mind, or your body fellowships with the Holy Spirit, but your spirit fellowships with the Holy Spirit. So in many ways, every born-again believer has some access to these nine gifts. 
And I believe as a born-again believer's spirit grows up, I believe as a born-again believer's become, spirit becomes more mature, I think that these nine gifts become functional and operational within the born-again believer's life. As the born-again believer's spirit begins to stand up and take a proper position in the born-again believer's life, I think the accessibility to all of these gifts fall into play. I see, when we understand that, we understand that We understand that there's a place for these gifts in a believer's life. And that, that you have access to all of God through these gifts. All of God through his spirit. All of God through his nature. You have access to all of God. You know, God is not stingy. God is not a stingy God. He gives to us what the situation calls for. He gives to us what the situation requires. See, He has total provision in his nature, in his spirit, in his gifts. And see, I begin to realize that I, I operated in the gift. And then and it is, let me get this plain, plain. There is an operation as well. You know, sometimes what I believe is that if a person's heart is tender, and notice what I'm saying, sometimes the condition of your heart will determine oftentimes the type of gifts that are able to flow through you more smoothly. You know, if you haven't broken that issue of, of, of a lack of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, then, then the gift of faith. doesn't have a, a, a clear path to stream, doesn't have a clear path to stream out the gift into the vessel. I'm trying to make this plain. When you have unresolved issues in your life, it can, infect, it can affect the type of flow, the spiritual flow that the gifts will have over your life. But see, when you begin to break up the, the hard ground and the hard territory around your heart, that affects your spiritual life. And I think these, I believe that these gifts have a greater opportunity to manifest themselves in your existence as a working vessel. Yeah, I've always kind of had a gift of prophecy. I've always been able to look at an individual and get a spiritual gauge of their spiritual condition. I've always been able to flow in a kind of prophetic utterance. See, there's all types of prophecy. There's all levels of prophecy. Morning, morning, morning. 
the level that I flowed in, in, in prophetic means meant the re I had the, in many ways, the ability to reveal the heart. I could in many ways sense the spiritual condition of an individual. I could see their heart. It says that reveal to them the things that are in their heart. I could see where people were in their spirit. I could conceive, I could see the condition that their spirit was in. I didn't have a futuristic prophetic word, but I had a, a gift to be able to see what was hurting someone's spiritual person. Because see, when you go after the Lord Jesus Christ, see, then, then the operation of these gifts becomes more tangible to you because you're going after the man. I remember when I wanted to speak in tongues and, and I asked the Lord, I, I, I asked the Lord for the gift of speaking in tongues, you see. And I pursued him. I pursued him in this nature of speaking in tongues and this reality of speaking in tongues. I pursued that. And back then in those days, there was a, you, you, they called it tearing when you tarried on the, on the tearing bench for the Holy Spirit. Because back then, many people taught that if you didn't speak in tongues, you didn't have the Holy Spirit. And I don't think that's correct. You didn't have that manifestation. But it didn't mean you didn't have the Holy Spirit. But I remember going after the Lord concerning this issue of speaking in tongues. I remember I went into my own little prayer closet at that time and I cried out and prayed out and prayed out and cried out and started praising his name and started glorifying his name and started going after him, started going after him and my tongue began to change. But see, before I even entered into that process, I said, Lord, give me the gift of speaking in tongues with the interpretation, Lord. See, if you want to speak in tongues, then you should also have levels of interpretation of that tongue. I went after both at the same time. So I began to understand in my spirit person, this language. I could hear this language in my head and I started speaking this language out. And as I spoke this language out, I would begin to get impressions in my mind about what was being said in the conversation. You see, when you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking onto God. Your spirit is speaking onto God. And I would begin to get some impressions of what that conversation was. What that conversation was all about. That's interpretation of your tongue. Because see, for a long time, people's tongue can be, you can be speaking in tongues and your mind can be thinking of the grocery list that you about to compile to go shopping for the house. See, you can speak in tongues and your mind can be somewhere else. There's no relationship between what your tongue is saying and what your natural mind is thinking. But when you bring your natural mind into an understanding, what I would begin to do, I would bring my natural mind into an understanding by listening to the tongue itself. I begin to become attentive to the sound of my tongue. And as I begin to become attentive to the sound of my tongue, I would begin to hear what my tongue was saying and what my tongue was praying back to God. And then I would, in my natural mind, natural tongue, begin to pray what my tongue was praying to God. And I developed the spirit of 
Not only tongues, but also the interpretation of tongues. Those gifts begin to manifest themselves in my life. And I've also understood the flow of the distinguishing between spirits. See, many times people would ask me questions and the answer that I would give them would be totally different from what they had asked me. And they would be like, what is wrong with you? They didn't realize that I'm operating sometimes in a spirit realm. And when people talk to me, I don't listen to, listen to what they say. I listen to the spirit of it, the spirit of it. And distinguishing between spirits, who has spirits on them and what spirits is following particular situations. And that doesn't mean that the conversation is always pliable to what's said. You know, when Nicodemus came to the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ's answer was totally different than what Nicodemus was seeking in his voice, in his words. But the Lord Jesus Christ knew what he was talking about in his spirit. And the Lord Jesus Christ always addresses what your spirit need is. You know, I've had understandings of, of gifts of healing. But see, those are, if you talk about the gifts of healing, I've always had this notion of presenting the people to the Lord and healing. See, not that I have the gift or you have the gift or the gift is something that you understand how to operate. But the greatest operation of the gift of healing is the presentation of someone before the Lord Jesus Christ. Bringing them into his presence. But you know, that's a that can be a. a, a it can be a, a pull within yourself, see? Because sometimes we always think that healing has to be immediate. Healing, healing always has to be right now. Sometimes the gift of healing is a gradual, it's a gradual healing that the body takes upon itself. And your spiritual mind pushes that healing forward. So see, you can push healing forward, presenting individuals before the Lord Jesus Christ and pushing that healing forward. You know, I love the sigh of the Lord. People don't oftentimes talk about that, but the scripture would say the Lord sighed deeply in his spirit. And from that sigh, you can pull up his nature. And his nature can flow out of you from that sigh. If you can get down deep in your spirit and sigh and pull it up. And a breath. See, as I begin to understand deeper about the gifts of faith, the gift of faith and increased faith, see. See, you have faith because you came to the Lord Jesus Christ, so you possess faith. But the increase of your faith, when you begin to know that Jesus Christ is faith and Jesus Christ, the man is your faith. And that if you have Jesus Christ, if you have Jesus Christ, then you have faith. And the more you rest upon and sit down in who he is and what he is, you're sitting down in a greater understanding of faith and it increases. You know, in the gift of knowledge, you know, sometimes you can just know how to do something that you've never done before. 
Sometimes you can just begin to know how to put something together. If you, you've never done it before, don't even have any understanding of it. And some people have this gift flowing greater in them. Some people, there's a less passive resistance towards this. And they're able to just figure things out. They're able to write people's dissertation. They never took a class before. They're able to accumulate a knowledge and put it all together and then present it in a way, gift of knowledge. And some people are just have the gift of or the word of word of wisdom. They speak wise things. They have an understanding of what wisdom operates in the world and how it operates in individuals and how it operates in themselves. See, these are all nine gifts that you have in the spirit, in the Holy Spirit. These are nine gifts that the Holy Spirit deposits into your spirit. And then in many ways, the fruit of the spirit is the is the, the marinating of those gifts so they can be presented out to the world. You see. The nine gifts of the spirit are the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to your spirit, born again believer. And your spirit, when your heart becomes tender towards the Lord, then the fruit of the spirit can begin to operate and put into operation the gifts through the Activities of the fruit. So see the nine gifts and the nine fruit operate in a kind of relationship to each other. So that there is a harvest going on inside of the born again believer. There's a great harvest going on inside of every born again believer. There's gifts and there's fruit. And these fruit flow in many ways from the gifts and out of the gifts come the fruit. But see, the heart has to be put in its proper place. The heart has to be put in its proper understanding. The heart has to be become subjective to the human being, to the understanding of the human being, the born-again believer's spirit. Notice what I'm saying. The heart of a born-again believer has to become subject to the spirit of that believer so that the fruit can come out. So the fruit can flow. I might go over. I know I'm the 18 minute preacher, but I might go over a little bit. I don't want to restrain this stuff too much. So what you're saying is that when you bring your heart under submission to your spirit, the fruit of the spirit can flow out from the Holy Spirit. That fellowship with your spirit and the gifts of the spirit are the anchoring points for the gifts, for the fruit themselves. The gifts of the Spirit are the anchoring point for the fruit. You gotta have wisdom to love. You gotta have wisdom to have joy and peace. You gotta have words of knowledge that understands patience and kindness. You need faith to be generous and gentle. You need healing to have senses of self-control. And prophecy you have to understand how to operate in prophecy so that you don't hurt the people that are around you. In distinguishing of the spirits of individuals and situations, you need to have kindness and speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. You need to have joy, love, peace. Because you're praying on to your holy God. You're praying his purposes out in the world.
nine gifts, nine fruit, all at your spiritual disposal. Let's grow up. Let's mature so that these gifts and this fruit can operate more freely in the born-again believer's life to the glory of God the Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and our God.